Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host Therese Therese and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I am not going to read from my book of poetry on today. I really just wanted to talk to you all. And if you know anything about Teresa Reese, you know that I love to talk. So let's get into it, shall we? Today, what I wanted to talk about is a father's love. So for those of you that are not aware, and maybe I haven't even shared this um, throughout the course of me doing my episodes, but... um. One of the things that I have learned as I've gone on this journey of life is there is something about a father's love and there's nothing to compare it to. So I did not know my biological father. I'm going to talk about me for a moment. I did not know my biological father and, excuse me, I had two memories and found out years later that one of those memories was not even, that I thought was of my biological father, was not even of my biological father. It was of my stepfather. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that or let me re-say that. I have three memories (laughs) and... One of those memories, I was under the impression for many, 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 many years that that memory, one of those memories was of my biological father, only to find out years later that it was of my stepfather. So in all actuality, I only have two memories of my biological father. One of those memories being um, my mother and I were going we were downtown. I live in Texas. So we were downtown and um, we were at a stoplight. So while we're at the stoplight, she looks over. I don't remember which direction, but I do believe it was to my right. Yes, it was to my right. And um, she said, that's your father. So he leaned in the window He walked up to her car. He leaned into the window and he asked me, he said, what is your name? And I told him as a little child, Teresa. And he was like, Teresa, I have a daughter named Teresa. And then he chuckled and then the light turned green and my mom drove off. That was one memory. Another memory, my aunt was getting married and we went to, we attended the wedding and in the back, there was this man. And my mom leaned in and said, that's your dad. And I turned over, I looked in hopes that once the wedding ended, that I would be able to see and meet, truly have a conversation with my biological father, being that I was older now or at that time. 
it never occurred. It never happened. It never transpired. Um, so those of you that know me, I like to break things down. So let's just look up what occurred means so that I don't take it for granted that, you know, um, so occurred means past tense exist or be found to be present in a place or under a particular set of conditions of a thought or idea come into the mind of someone. It didn't happen. <laughs> the synonym, the synonym for occurred. Let me see. Sorry for the delay. So synonyms is happen, take place, come about. And then the word that I had literally just said was transpire. So let's see what transpire means. And those were the synonyms, but we're just going to look that up real quick. The definition of transpire is occur or happen. And Synonyms are chance, take shape, befall, pan out, end up, occur. And so I was in hopes that we would have a conversation and I would get the opportunity to form a relationship with my biological father. I'm sad to say that that never happened. Um, and the reason why it never happened is because one, a little bit over a month, um, I'm sorry, a little bit shy of a full month, my biological father passed away after my birthday of my turning 18. So I never got an opportunity to form a relationship with him. I could only live vicariously through other people who gave their rendition. Um, let me let you know what rendition means of their experience with my or their experiences with my biological father. So rendition is spelled R-E-N like Nancy, D-I-T-I-O-N. And it's a performance or interpretation, especially of a dramatic role or piece of music. The practice of, okay, well, hold on, let me see. Translate or transliteration. So, yeah, translation. Synonyms are depiction, portrayal, representation, Artist impression, delivery version. So I could only live vicariously through their version or rendition of their experience with my biological father. As I was growing up, I did not know how this would impact me. I did not know what this would do with my not having a relationship with him. However, I just, um, when I look back and I think about a lot of the relationships that I have been in, 
I truly feel as if I can connect the dots now. And part of why I believe certain encounters that I've had resemble me looking for love in all the wrong places is because in a lot of ways, the child in me yearned for a relationship, a right relationship with my biological father. And for those of you that don't know what yearn means, oh, and I'm getting this information from um, the Oxford Languages Dictionary, which is one that I'm constantly referring to, um, but yearn. The definition of yearn is have an intense feeling of longing for something, typically something that one has lost or been separated from. Some of the synonyms are pine for, crave, desire, want, wish, um, pant, hunger. So that was what I yearned for was a relationship with my biological father and it never ever manifested and I remember being a part of a group and it was a church that I was going to at the time and while I was a part of this group one of the things that they had us do was write a letter to those who indirectly or directly caused a soul wound and I came to realize that my stepfather I'm sorry, my biological father um, had caused a soul wound. Yeah, he caused a soul wound. And um, it literally, I didn't know the impact of it. I didn't know, had not a clue, thought I was okay, um, convinced myself that I was okay. And then I started seeing daughters who have right relationships from appearances with their fathers, their biological fathers. And before I took time out to really delve into me and to find out where it was that I needed help, um, how it is that I needed to help myself, I used to envy those relationships. And if you want to know what envy means, I will share that with you. Um, and I'm saying this because the name of the podcast is the Dear Future Hubby podcast. And I want to share this because I know that I'm not the only person that has ever had these emotions, these feelings connected to the absence of a biological parent. And so for some, it may be your mother. For some, it may be your father. For some, it may be both. But I understand the impact and I understand the void that is that can be placed in our hearts because we yearn for that type of relationship. There's a part of us that are curious to know what did I get from that parent? I wanted to know what traits and what qualities that I get from my biological father. I wanted to have those conversations with him to see how I was like my father. That never manifested. 
But to envy is to have a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. A desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attribute belonging to someone else. And similar to this or synonyms for this is jealousy, resentment, bitterness, discontent, spite. And so I literally paid attention to how I felt, quote unquote, some type of way when it came to how I viewed daughters and their biological father's relationships because I wanted that for myself and that was something that I knew that I could never have in that context and so as time has gone on my mindset has evolved in a way that I celebrate the daughter's who have their biological fathers in their lives. And those men are pillars in their lives. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because recently I was able to not live. I, I wasn't a part of the conference, but I was able to view a snippet of what took place when Bishop T.D. Jakes passed the mantle, his mantle, onto his daughter, Sarah Jakes Roberts. And that touched me in such a mighty way. This is, that, this is how I know that I've been changed by the renewing of my mind when it comes to how I view relationships with a father and a daughter is because I was able to wholeheartedly celebrate her and celebrate with her receiving that honor. And it was such a beautiful thing to watch a father imparting wisdom and his godly approval of the call that is on his daughter's life. And acknowledging that was such a beautiful thing for me to witness. And then I think about my Abba father. And I think about how, even though, now I may get a little emotional, y'all just look past that, listen past that, whatever. <laughs> it's my business. But I think about how my spiritual father my my abba father how he has taken the reins so to speak and reigns when i say reigns is r-e-i-g-n-s he has taken the reins hold royal office rule as king or queen the period during which a sovereign rules and a synonym is be sovereign, sit on the throne, wear the crown, rule, govern. He has governed his fathership to me 
so that those voids that I once felt have somehow been filled by him. And I know that there's nothing like a father's love. And even though I did not get an opportunity to know my biological father's love, I'm able to have a right relationship with my Abba father. And so I'm able to experience that unconditional love. It's something about when a father speaks life into his daughter. The way that he holds her. The way that he ministers to her. The way that he hugs her. When it is in a righteous tone. It is a beautiful sight to see. When it is in a loving tone, it is a beautiful sight to see. When he is pouring into his legacy, when he is acknowledging greatness in his seed, there is something magnificent to me witnessing that and even though the child in me because I still have those moments every once in a while where I wish that I had a father's love the way that I witness it in other relationships with daughters and fathers and then I hear a still small voice that reminds me of how much he loves me. And that becomes more than enough for me. I've seen the love of God on my life. I had mentioned to you all a couple episodes ago that my desire was to reach 10,000 Listens. Of course, I want to go beyond that. But my desire as a new podcaster was to reach at least 10,000 listens by the year 2023. To some, that may not sound like a lot because there's a whole lot of trailblazers that have gone before me concerning podcasting. But for me, I know that I have to... Start somewhere. And so for me to reach 10,000 listens is a desire that I truly, truly, truly believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that is going to come to pass. However, recently, I don't know what has transpired in the airways, but I believe. And you could agree to disagree. It's really okay. But I believe that my Abba Father has come into agreement with me in terms of my short-term goal. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, we are well over 9,800 listens in less than two years. I remember telling my Abba Father I can't do this by myself. 
I stand corrected. <laughs> he told me that I can't do this by myself. And I came into agreement with that when I started to embrace the vision that I have for my life. And I started to realize this is bigger than me, God. Being transparent is not always easy. It's not always an easy thing to do, but I know that it's something that I've been called to do. And I have my moments of doubt. And there's times that you may not hear from me for a minute because I want to make sure that when I'm showing up that you're hearing my heart. I don't want to just record something just to be recording something because that's doing both of us a disservice. But there's times when I'm like, Lord, I don't have anything else to say. And he's like, oh, but the contrary, my dear. And for those of you that want to know what contrary means, <laughs> I don't want to take that for granted either. So let me look that up because, you know, your girl will get to talking and just I'll go on these little tangents. So let me just tell you what contrary means for those that don't know. Um, let me see. So contrary. By definition. means opposite in nature, direction, or meaning. So synonyms, some synonyms are contradictory, clashing, differing, reverse, different, opposite. So whenever I'm telling, or whenever I said to God that I had nothing else to say, he was like, oh, but on the contrary, because you have a lot to share. And I didn't even want to really be this transparent, truth be told, about a father's love. Um, but I know that it's necessary. Because I don't even know. I believe that God's desire for me is to remarry my true love and my true life partner and the one that he agrees that will make my whole world wonderful. <laughs> you know, we like to live in that anyway. So let me, because <laughs> I was about to go there, but you know how you get into this little fantasy moments like, Oh my God. And I want, yes. All right. So the reality of it is, is that I know that marriage is not going to be easy. Let's just, let's just put that where that's at. However, that is still one of my desires is to remarry. And I, I truly believe that God is in agreement with that. But in terms of, I'm going to call it my daddy issues for a moment, just for a moment. That's something that my future hubby needs to be aware of. Is that I am still broken in places. Yes, God has rained on me. He has blessed me to see things from a different perspective. But I'm not a hundred percent whole. I still have holes from some of the damage that was done that I could not control in my younger years. And so I think that it's important 
for whomever he may be to be aware that I am a true work in progress. So as I'm talking about what I witnessed and what I saw for myself, one of the things that I heard Sarah Jakes Roberts say is that the man that she married, not the first one, but the second one, Torrey Roberts, that he, and I'm paraphrasing, gave her permission to flourish and to be the best version of herself by making sure that she remained covered while she soared. And that did something to my spirit. That touched my heart in a way that I didn't even know that it could be touched. Because sometimes we don't know how to formulate what it is that we desire. How it is that we want it to transpire. And so when I heard that, let me tell you what transpire means. Um, for those of you that may not know. Transpire, by definition, is proved to be the case. Similar to this, or some synonyms, is become known. And again, this is found in the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So, I didn't know that I had that desire. Hold on, let me let y'all know what desire means too. So that way I'm covering all bases, honey. Let's do this. A strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. And the synonyms are wish, want, fancy. Fancy that. So now y'all know. <laughs> and a yearning, a longing. But when I heard her say those words, it wasn't envy. Let me just get that straight right now. It wasn't covetousness. Y'all, let me tell y'all what covetousness is for those of y'all that just really, you know. So when you covet, which is something that we're told not to do. So it wasn't that. Um, it's to yearn, to possess, or have something. Pretty much that's not yours. Depending on how you use it. So you're not supposed to covet another man's wife. You're not supposed to covet another wife's husband. Okay. But in terms of if you aspire or you're inspired by certain attributes and certain qualities of other people, you could desire that for yourself. So there's certain people that I follow on social media because I am inspired by them and I long to have that type of I'm going to call it grace on my life. And so um, it's a coveting in a different type of way. It's a desire in wanting something similar, not their man, <laughs> but sometimes their gifts. Okay. Or talents, something like, oh, I wish I could, you know, speak better. Or, oh, I wish, you know, those are examples of coveting that. Oh, I wish I could dress better. Oh, I wish I could be that size or that's covet, okay? So there's two different ways that you can use that. But anyhow, um, one of the things that I, I realized is that that's what I desire, Lord. And so I've, I've started to be more specific in my prayers to God because I do want to be covered wherever he sends me, 
whatever I am to do. Not only do I want his will to be done in my life, but I want to be covered by my future hubby. And I want him to know that he's covered by me and that we are covered by our Abba Father, whom I call God. And so that's important to me. And it took me witnessing something before me for me to recognize. That's what I want for me too, Lord. I want the type of husband that will say, I see you and I'm going to do what I need to do to allow you to flourish and be the best version of you that the world needs to see and not feel jealous, insecure, angry, bitter, hateful, indifferent. I don't want that other side. I need the love. So it's almost as if in my mind, this is in my mind, this is how my mind works. I know you've heard that they say that women marry men that remind them of their dads. And that men marry women that remind them of their moms. But if I am going to do this another time. I desire that whomever it is that God is sending to me to find me, that it's not someone like my biological father. Because my biological father left me. He abandoned me. It left a feeling of rejection behind. I'm not trying to marry someone like that. But my Abba Father, the one that I know has my back, my front, my side to side. That is what I desire is to marry someone who is not only made in his image, but who has a heart that pants after God to the point that he understands the assignment and he is willing to cover me. Even in the areas where I may be broken, not expose it to the world for the world to see, but to cover me so that I could heal appropriately and in God's timing the way that it needs to happen so that God could truly get the glory. Because even though I'm on this journey right now, it's an everlasting journey until I take my last breath. And so even though there's areas where I believe that I am healed, there are still areas where I am broken. And so the only way that I truly believe that I'll ever be able to know who I was predestined to be before all of the other stuff got in the way. My desire is to not just meet my purpose partner 
and not just to do life with my life partner, all in the same, but to be covered by this man of God in every area of my life and where he knows that he can't do it as a man, where he knows how to surrender those areas to God and where he's okay with doing that so that I can truly be the best version of me. And I only pray that I have the capacity that we both have the capacity to do that for each other so that when people see us, they see God. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.